How's it going? I'm Corey and he's Michael. We're from City Wrestling Radio and we just watched the opening nights of the G1 Climax 30 tournament. We have full recaps of both nights, uh, but before I get into all of that, Michael, first off, how are you? Secondly, what did you think of these two? Uh, uh, okay, how am I first? It's a two-part question. But yes. Okay, all right. How are you? Oh, man. New Japan. It's wrestling. It's uh, it's wrestling Christmas, but apparent, but it's in September instead of August. Uh, yeah, it's it's what what time is it right now? It's like a quarter to one. This is probably the latest we ever done any of these shows. It's just I it think we I, I think we did a New Japan one last year. I think we did opening nights. Actually, did we? I think we might have, or at least no. One. I'm talking about just late, like right after a show. It, oh, it's are we like uh, CWR late night, like AEW Dynamite? Oh yeah. Night? Oh yeah. Hey, listen! It ain't a New Japan event without going beyond your uh, your 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 sleepy time schedule, your nap time, what do you whatever or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um. But uh, what did you think of like just overall, just your thoughts of the opening two nights? What would it like? How would you describe them? If you could just give like a little quick. These two shows, I felt like had a lot to overcome because they had a lot to overcome, like in terms of obstacles of trying to figure out a way to get as much heat in a lot of these matches that the G1 is known normally known for yeah. with, you know, with the roar of the crowd and they, and the, the stomping audience, the feet to the ground. Yeah. And so like they keep, and so the, what they, they had to just clap to their hearts content to see what they can possibly do to yeah. not necessarily salvage, but then, you know, intensify certain things that, would be enhanced by these matches. What the G1 is normally known for, like in Budokan Hall, like that is, that's heat central, like quite literally because there's no air conditioning, but also yeah. Yeah. just, uh, well, and just also, a, and, but, but for the most part, like I think they somewhat succeeded. Like they, like hmm. the wrestlers, they sort of, they sort of had to lot to, had a lot to work with. I think there were certain matches that, kind like they it, they did sort of miss the mark in terms of you know getting a certain level of intensity going but for the most part i think these two shows like wrestling wise these were these were on brand with uh with g1 so what, that you would normally expect yeah i will agree to some extent to that i mean i think the second night was a lot more i think the first night was good it had its ups and downs and the second night was a little bit more interesting as forms of like you know the change of people's looks, uh, you know f uh, surprise finishes, um, and also the wrestlers tried really hard to get the fans into it when they weren't into it or they didn't know how to get into it without screaming and yelling, and they couldn't. I mean, so you had young lions literally slapping the ring, and well, you literally had uh, Kenta booing for himself at a certain point. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. It, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was good to see the return of a lot of wrestlers uh, that weren't there before. Um, you know, who's uh, Robinson coming fresh off injury, looking like him a member of Right to Censor or a, a Blues Brother. I couldn't figure it out. He looks like a missionary. But then, when, but then, when, but then when he took off the jet or the shirt, I thought he looked like um, a dude. Looked like Billy Kidman, Deuce and Domino. Uh, remember yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I there was some like up, like I said, ups and downs from the A block. Um, I thought a lot of the matches didn't live up to the potential, but I'm going to get into that. Um, and Should we start with B block because that was the most recent one. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, oh, hold on. Um, real quick question. Uh, why? I don't know. Why wasn't there English commentary? 
Uh, you know, I I think they just couldn't they couldn't technically just get it done in time. Like I, Damn. there was because there has been like live, live English commentary in that in the baseball stadium show. Yeah, and so I enjoyed I would, it. I would have just assumed that there would be English maybe the technology. You know, do you do you? I mean, I know you vastly prefer. Okay, here's the, the thing. The dulcet, no, no, like the. Do you prefer the dulcet tones of Kevin Kelly over everything else? Like, I, could you get Could you get used to Japanese commentary? If I'm watching it as a fan, I prefer the English commentary because they're. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They're entertaining. However, watching the Japanese commentary that does not bother me at all. I don't even like. It doesn't really pay attention. Doesn't like really register with me because I don't know what they're saying. It enhanced one match. To and, be honest with you. And. I pay more attention to the match when with the Japanese commentary because yeah, I, they're not being told the moves. So I'm like, fuck, what is that? Hold on. That's how American Mark Smart Wrestling tape traders had to deal with for decades. Yeah. So you got you get to live out that experience. Like we we got a good Corey Meltzer's uh, like all oh, those kids. Uh, but we're gonna talk about all the shows. Uh, anything you want to add, just real quick from the overall? Uh, no. I mean, okay. I can just add it as we go along with the show. Okay. Uh, before we get into all that, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Click that little notify bell, uh, subscribe, because, uh, yeah, we do videos every single week. Me and you, we review AEW. Every show we do is practically a video. Uh, AEW now. Dynamite, I, it actually is, <laughs> because yeah. we, be, we thought it was, e we found it was easier when we don't have to go to each other's houses and set up something, so. Yeah, some of us got gigabit fiber internet where we could just <sighs> do this like crazy. We know. We know, Michael. We know you have good gigafight. No, I, I'm jealous of you. Uh, but yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you want to hear us in audio form on the go, if you can't just watch us, check us out. CastBox, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and all the other fine podcast ones that I don't even know about. But they're like, hey, we got you. It is Bootleg City Wrestling Radio. I got you. Yeah, I it, got you. Hey, kids. For some reason, some podcasts. For some reason, I sound like Gerald Briscoe in, in the bootleg versions, but you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, no, the star of the B-Show last week. A video exclusive, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if you want video exclusives, you got to go check us out on YouTube. Uh, Me just live reacting to videos of Gerald Briscoe saying nothing. So you want to start with the B-Block? It's your call, man, honestly. Uh, I mean, I think I think we should go uh, sequentially. I mean, both nights, personally speaking. That's just me being uh, that type of person. But if you feel we should go... B block. First. Like I said, your call, man. Okay, I'm gonna pick A block then. I'm gonna All go right. A block first, just to get it out of the way. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know, I think, um, and plus, I mean, my reviews. Come on, my review of New Japan Pro Wrestling. What do you, you think? I got like 20 pages. If you on? want, if you want to know, if you want to find out which go, who goes first, make sure you comment on this video to see, like, oh man, why are they just going to A block? I just, I just saw B block. It'll solve a, a workplace dispute that we're having about this. Gabriel Kidd versus Yota Sushi. Okay, go ahead. No. Uh, it was actually Yota Sushi. Yota, okay, hold on. I want you to hear me. Yota Tsuchi. I didn't say nope. sushi. I didn't. What? Tsuchi. Say it again. Tsuchi. It's with Chi. a J. I did. Chi. No, I, no, Suji. Like a G. So you don't Just pronounce a G. T. You don't pronounce a T. No, I say I say Suji. Suji. Okay. Now maybe it's just a Zoom quality. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm trying over here. I try my best, and you call me out every time, but I'm trying. But first off, uh, Yota's hair is uh is almost out of 
out of control as out of control it's missing honestly his facial hair at least well yes missing. but his 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 lion's mane he's got going on is crazy man so it's like blanca um, street fighter uh yeah but then he shaved his but then he shaved his face and i was like i think i think because they know he knows that him with facial hair should be what he looks like when he graduates from young lion dumb. yeah so yeah. he's like, you know, I, I'm just going to shave this. And then when I'm out of the, I'm not a young lion anymore. I could just have that back because wow. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself right here. I think he's uh he's almost ready. I think they're going to send him off to excursion soon. Um, At least well, when when I mean, everything opens back up. Yeah, I think he was reasons. I think he was ready before everything closed down. But nonetheless, uh, Yuya Mora got the uh got the submission victory on Yota after he applied the Boston Crab and then transitioned into the lion tamer. So that was pretty cool to see him uh, be able to do the lion tamer because I know uh, those young lions, they're very, like, they can't do certain moves at certain times. They have to just do, you know what I mean? They have to get over the arm locks. They got to they gotta hone their craft. It's just, it's, uh, it's a homework assignment for them. Yeah. Uh, then we kick off with our, actually, surprisingly, this actually really surprised me. I thought there would be more undercard matches. But no, we go right into the G1. Um I wonder if they're just trying to limit the amount of time people are in the stadium, people, you know what I mean? The amount of people there, so. Or the amount of dudes they just have yeah, to exactly. their, at their disposal. In the, well, I mean, like, usually it's the B block wrestling the undercard on the A block night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just think. They, you want, they, yeah, like you said, they want to limit the amount of times they want these guys to be in the building. And interacting wrestle. with one another, yeah. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi, the Tokyo Pimp, versus the returning Will Ospreay. Uh, you know, controversy aside, I'm just going to comment on this match because, you know, we've talked about the whole Will Ospreay stuff in the past. Um, so Will Ospreay does look jacked. He looks like he's been lifting weights. He looks like he looked incredibly happy just being back in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ospreay does Ospreay things, probably waiting for uh, Ricochet to return. Uh, the two men battle on the outside. Yajiro giving him a, uh, weird looking reverse DDT on the outside. Uh, Will just kind of fell really weird with it. I don't know what happened there, but uh, Yujiro then takes control for a moment, and I'm thinking, uh, why Why is he in this tournament? Why is Yujiro Takahashi in the He's a day off. He's basically there. Um, he's pretty much the there to either be a Toriano or like a more or less a spoiler for certain for certain dudes as well. Yeah, and but then you it's know? just like he spoke so weak, you know, throughout the year, and then all of a sudden he's beating down on New Japan Pro Wrestling second coming of Okada, Will Ospreay. You know what I mean? Like second coming. That's how they that you don't think that's how they book him? Like I think that's how he's booked by I Gio. mean guy, like, like gu Gaijin wise that dude's like straight at the top. Yeah. Like I kind of I put him up I say I put him above Jay White in terms of just I don't Not even know if I put him above Jay White because yeah. Jay White has had the IWGP but yeah. I digress. Uh, what's it? Oh, uh, yeah. Osprey hits a phenomenal forearm to Yujiro. Back and forth exchange of maneuvers, and uh, that's when I say that uh, I mean Will Osprey uh, did some Will Osprey shit around Yujiro, and uh, Yujiro Takahashi hit the Olympic Slam to Will Osprey. Uh, the pimp looking for the pimp slam, which uh, you know is the Olympic. Did he slam. find it? Uh, he landed on his feet. Um, hit a running knee to Yujiro, and uh, yeah, he hit a sloppy looking Stormbreaker. To Yujiro Takahashi. There'll be rust in them bones. And uh, I give this match a 5.5 out of 10 because I 
just started rating the matches. And I was like, oh, shit, I feel like I shouldn't. And I was like, well, I'm already doing it. So 5.5 out of 10. Uh, it wasn't a fun a match. Uh, Osprey certainly had a lot of energy with Yujiro. I feel like he looked really exhausted in this match. Maybe it's because he's been wrestling for this entire... Uh, who, who looked exhausted? Yujiro or Yeah, Yujiro. Osprey? Yujiro. No, oh. Osprey was fucking full of energy, man. He was just, he was, like you said, he was so glad to be there. It's not a vacation, mate. He's like, oh, I'm playing this New Japan Pro Wrestling card game on my phone. Look, I got Hiromu. Hey. He, that happened. Yeah, no, um, good for him. After the match, uh, Osprey grabs the mic and says some cocky wrestler shit. Uh, he's glad to be back. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he's uh he he's Will Osprey, and he you know he he said something. I think he said something about like he was nervous, and he looked in the mirror and said, "Oh, I'm Will Osprey. Why should I be nervous?" Remember who the fuck you are. Yeah, basically, he's pretty much the Undertaker. Pretty much, he said, oh, "I looked in the mirror." Uh, so Will Osprey goes up to nothing in the G1. Uh, then we go continue down to uh, Jeff Cobb versus Tai Chi. Um, so I mean this this match began kind of slow. Uh, with Tai Chi breaking all the holds uh, with the rope break, uh, running from Jeff Cobb. Tai Chi then goes for a handshake, but Cobb doesn't fall for it and uh, grabs the sneaky kick by Tai Chi. We have a big drop kick to Tai Chi, knocking him out of the ring. Tai Chi then grabs the ring bell hammer and strikes Cobb with it, like directly in front of the ref. And I don't know, with the finish of this of this whole match, I'm like, it did help him win. Why wasn't he DQ'd? And I know the whole thing about like playoff rules. Uh, I G one. There needs to be a winner. I know. I just I feel like there needs to be a winner, and Jeff Cobb should have won right there. I digress. The ref was looking right at him. I I move on. Um, I but I at this point though, like Tai Chi is one of those people that like I the beginning of his matches. It's like when he has his pants on, he's just so disinterested that I get disinterested in the match. You know, and he's just, what happens when he takes the pants off, Corey? Oh, well, that's when he goes all uh, Angel Garza on us, and we just, whew. Uh No, but uh, Cobb takes over, hitting Tai Chi with a few shoulder thrusts, uh, with a body slam into the corner. I rake to Cobb, uh, multiple kicks to Cobb, then uh, punches the Tai Chi back and forth between the two. Insiguri to the Cobb, both men falling to the ground. That's when the pants come off, and literally it kicked into a different match. Uh, Cobb lifts Tai Chi on his shoulders, transitions into a suplex, side slam to Cobb. Uh, like I said, this match goes into left lane because it's going in the fast lane. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. Sorry. Uh, Cobb looks like he's working on for a three amigos type move with his, like his gut wrench suplex. It looks like he's working on it. Um, he didn't hit it. So I'm eventually, I'm assuming he's eventually going to hit it on somebody and win a match in this G1 due to it. Let's hope he wins a match in this G1. But you know what I'm talking... Do you know what spot I'm talking about? Yeah, he picks him up with a gut wrench and does a thing. Yeah, but now he's trying to do the whole roll-through and uh, just kind of like I said, the three amigos. Uh, Cobb looking for the tour of the islands, but then Tai Chi wiggles out, hits a super kick, uh, and then an air raid crash. Uh, pin, win, Tai Chi. Uh, two nothing up in the tournament. Uh, I give this match a 6 out of 10. The beginning of this match was slow and boring, but at one point it was like a completely different match and it kicked into like 20th gear. So uh, Jeff Cobb recently signed a full-time contract with new Japan. Uh, you would expect this to be quite the coming out for Jeff Cobb in this particular G1 this year. No. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a tall order to get, uh, to get that G1 level coming out. If you're starting out with, 
Tai Chi, if you're starting out wrestling with Tai Chi and losing to Tai Chi on top of that. So it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting what like that for this to be the start of Jeff Cobb. Cause you would think that, you know, he signed you, that would automatically assume that he would be a little bit pu- uh, pushed a little bit more significantly yeah. than he was the year prior. Um, yeah, I, I get, he just, there's not much to gauge from, this Jeff Cobb performance because of the type of match that he's in. We just have to look and see what else is in store on that stat fucking stacked a block. If he is like, cause I have to admit Jeff Cobb last year, he was a little bit on the underwhelming yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. He had a very mercenary, like, you know, and it's not him. Uh, it's not his maneuvers. Him. It's just how he's being booked. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I would honestly, I would actually just put it to put it on him as well because of how he just seemed sort of there. Yeah. And like, listen, Jeff Cobb is not Michael Elgin. No, um, he's not. And he shouldn't be compared he, to Michael. He, Elgin. He de- I mean, there was he, I shouldn't. He I shouldn't would hope I would hope. I thing is, look at the matches Michael Elgin had and that he was ostensibly he, he him and Michael Elgin ostensibly have the same moves that have the same like, you know, hoss tossing thick boy style. Yeah. Um, but right now, like Cobb is just not getting it, getting it done. In, in this regard, like it right now, yeah, you know, yeah we'll exactly. we'll see how there's uh there's there's a lot to just not the day for him. He's still he's still relatively young and in his like young in his career. I mean, he just you know came up from Ring of Honor. Uh, he signed from into there from you know being in the independent scene for a few years. He so. is thirty eight years old, Corey. Yeah, I mean that's it's very young. I mean, I'm thirty three, so that's not. It's really, that, it's in, really in wrestling. Oh I mean, God, so young. Well, I mean, are you are you being are you serious or are you, I'm joking? A, I'm joking. I'm I'm joking in a sense where I know what you mean by he's not getting any young. He's not yeah. getting any younger, especially with any sport, you know, athletic, uh, anything you do that involves athletics. Uh, the older you get, the harder it is to compete. But the thing I will say this now is that I don't think we should be super looking like right into that like we did before. Because I think, you know, 50 years, 50 year old now wrestling is not the same 50 year old wrestling a few years ago. Yeah, it is all it is a thousand times more demanding physically now because everybody's like, well, it depends a thousand on your times style. more athletic. Yeah, it depends on your style. The, it li, li, Listen, man, the, the no, well, there's the no level, the, the standards of athleticism in wrestling just have ballooned up exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. Like, thanks in part to New Japan, you know? <laughs> For the yeah, most part. New Japan, I think, yeah. And a Ring of Honor and your indies and, you know, yeah. all the dudes who are pushed significantly now in the WWE. All of them, pretty everyone. Much Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, then we kick into our uh, next match of the evening, our third match of the G1 Climax 30. Tomohiro Ishii versus Minoru Suzuki. Speaking a- of physically taxing matches. Apparently, there is only one hamburger left on the barbecue grill. Both these men want it. And they're going to beat the shit out of each other and for the it. the two uncles from the cookout are going to beat the shit out of each other. It's like the it's like mom's brother and dad's brother. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. God damn it. Like, they're fighting. We've all in. been there, man. Oh, uh, this, ma- this match, uh, this begins uh, just how you thought it would with uh, them just slapping the shit out of each other. Both men, uh, I, 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 was, I wrote down that both men are fighting over the last PS5 pre-order. Uh, Suzuki wearing down Ishii with a series of strikes, but Ishii hits a side slam, knocking them both out or down to the mat, allowing Ishii to catch his breath. Uh, another side slam to Suzuki, uh, shit kicks to Suzuki by Ishii. You know what I mean? Where he's just 
kind of like playfully like kicking his head like get up get up you bastard you know what i'm talking about or no i got you yeah, i yeah. got you a uh, series of forearms to Ishii, uh, knocking him down to the ground. Suzuki then kicking Ishii uh, to the ground. But I feel like saying Ishii over again is kind of hard. Uh, but Ishii hulks up, begins his comeback, uh, refusing to fall from any of Suzuki's kicks, leading to giving Ishii or giving uh, Suzuki a German suplex. Slap box match ensues. Uh, headbutt, to, headbutt to Suzuki. Modified air raid crash. I feel like there was like three or four air raid crashes throughout the entire night too. Diving clothesline to Suzuki. There was a spot where Suzuki uh, was looking for a uh, German, but Ishii uh, just fell down straight. It was kind of weird. I don't know if he just kind of fell out of exhaustion or what, but it wasn't meant. I mean, I guess I don't understand what they're saying on commentary, so I don't know if it was mentioned, but it was kind of weird. So this leads to Ishii lifting Suzuki up for a suplex, but the leader of Suzuki Goon rolls out of the maneuver and transitions uh, the hold into a gotch-style pile driver to Ishii. He gets the pin and the win. I give this match a 6.5 out of 10. This is a great match. What? Yeah, this was a great match. I will say that. Um, it wasn't like... I mean, it was It was great, but it was a 6.5 for me. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought this was match of the weekend, Corey. <laughs> I don't. These I motherfuckers don't. blew the goddamn roof off. Are you goddamn serious? There was These a couple guys... slip. Well, did you notice a couple slip ups they had? Where dude, you... it's not so. It's a fucking fight. This this was the brawling style. It's not supposed. It's not a dance, Corey. Like you, you could. There there are certain moments where you can have a little leeway where shit just where shit just gets lo- like there's malfunction in the junction mm-hmm. in this sort of style. Like yeah. dude, I thought this was match of the weekend. This was this was awesome. This was pretty much. Oh, it was. I'm not taking what you need. It's awesome. Just saying, it's not it a so, seven or an eight. You mean so it's it's barely, it's not a seven or an eight? Like what? Again, I am I just gonna have to question the whole scale of this rating? Just influx all over hey, again, you Corey. Know what? You know what? Uh, if you want, this is why I don't rate matches. But um, I I thought this was arguably match of the weekend. Um, I mean clearly. Uh, well, hold on. Uh, what I, what I was saying about the matches, uh, there was a couple of slip ups, uh, but these two veterans of the Japanese professional wrestling scene putting on a clinic of absolutely. Uh, great Japanese strong style pro wrestling for the crowd. Six point five out of ten. Yeah, couple slip ups. It wasn't like a, it wasn't necessarily I, I, I a technical match at all. It wasn't a technical match at all. It was very strike heavy. And I'd I think give it was... a nine out of ten. All right, all right. Well, you started rating nine out of ten. There you go. That's your first rating. I just I'm rating out of spite, Corey. Uh, next that's up, the only ra- match I'll rate. Next up, we uh, we cut to my match of the night. Shingo Takage versus Jay White. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Jay White Keep is going. a great performer. Keep going. Keep going. First off, White White is lean as hell, and he is cut as hell. He looks good. Uh, he's evading Takage uh, by escaping the ring multiple times. Long headlock to Shingo. I don't know why, but I kept having that. I kept thinking, a dingo ate my baby the entire match. So I want to make a shirt that says, a Shingo ate my baby. So really timely reference, Corey. Hey, you know what? Yeah, it was. I think it was Jay White just uh, being from uh, not uh, New, being from New Zealand. Uh, we have uh, White ramming Shingo's uh, back into the barricade. Uh, the two battle back into the ring. More headlocks uh, by Jay White to Shingo, and White starts slamming Shingo's uh, head into the mat. Uh, then we uh, then White uh, whipped into the barricade back to the outside. Uh, Shingo gives him a DDT. Uh, we, then we have a really cool spot where it was like a DDT twisting suplex transition move 
to Shingo, uh, Yoshi or Yushigoroshi to Jay White, High Angle Uranagi to Shingo, Gutbuster to White. Gato then gets in the ring for the distraction. Uh, White tries to get the dirty pin, but uh, Shingo kicks out. Kiwi Crusher to Shingo. Shingo then goes for the last dragon, but uh, Gato gets. Oh, sorry, but he gets out of the move. Uh, falls uh, into red shoes. Gato gets in the ring. So, uh, he's stopped by Shingo, even though he was stopped. Brass knuckles fall out of his pocket. Uh, Shingo goes for the last dragon again on White, uh, but White kicks the red shoes again. Uh, Shingo. See, now I'm reading this. I'm th- I think I'm starting to agree with you a little bit more about about the other match. <laughs> Uh, Shingo then, uh, goes to pick up Jay White. We have a low blow to Shingo, high angle brain buster, switchblade, pin, when I, I mean, I thought it was a great match, nonetheless. I thought this match was, was excellent, also. And I didn't rate like, it like a nine or an eight, it was a seven. No, but I said it was I a think, seven. It's different. I'm talking, talking about the match, but, like, I think Jay White, I, there's a, there's a certain style to him that is very, very polarizing for the, for the puro reso purists out there. Where yeah. you know they 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 hate outside interference. They just hate the the theatrics involved of him being very counter heavy. But that's that's his style. That's what makes him unique. Now, when Evil gets gets booked like Jay White, I just think of Jay White. But when I see Jay White wrestle a certain Jay White match, there's a certain dramatic like like there's a certain dramaticism if that's even a real word well, involved. You know, with his with with the way you see a Jay White match, and he works that style style real well because, first of all, look at him and look at the way he moves. Look at look out look at the way he just just become just be be a shit heel to to you know with Gato. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he already being he's just excellent at it. He already took, yeah. He already like was like first off evil. Give me Gato back. Um, he's my manager. Please, thank you. Uh, secondly, um, I don't I mean, even evil's s- got Dick Togo. So I already don't, um, like see evil as leader of bold. I don't even question it. Like, I'm like, no, Jay White's back. Jay White, Jay White got the one and evil will get there. Yeah. So. Uh, so I give this match a seven out of 10. Uh, these two had a really good match. Uh, the bullet club at antics. I will say this, um, the, the, you like people say that starts to wear thin, I think there was just little enough here because like there were brass necks involved, but they never really got involved. Oh, no, this was relatively light in terms of Jay White fuckery. Yeah, where you got it got it still got the athleticism forward. Mm-hmm. It's you still got a plant like Shingo Takagi got plenty of shine looking looking like the badass that he is. It's just he's just not quite at uh, he's apparently just not quite at the totem pole of uh, power levels. That is mm-hmm. Jay White, which, yeah. you know. You kind of need that. You kind he he is a really great spoiler, like he was last year. I think they. I think he needs to have a certain stack of points. Yeah. And well, that I mean, be, I think that might be the expense of, of Shingo. So yeah, I, I think yeah. with um, you know, with this tournament, and you've been watching for years. That's why you're the New Japan Pro Wrestling expert here at City Wrestling Radio. But I've only been watching these tournaments for two or three years. You know, I've only recently gotten to New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'd say two or three years ago. So I'm really starting to see how these tournaments go, where even people who are strong in the beginning, like you can, like Kenta last year, he was super strong in the beginning, getting win after win. And all of a sudden, once we got to the halfway point, his points just started diving down. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's he's going to get some wins here and there. Shingo will definitely get his wins back. I think Shingo will make it to like at least the A block final. I think, in my opinion. That's a bit of a stretch. It is. It is. But uh, it would put him over, like, 
Like, that would, that would definitely give him the rub, though. If he goes over, like, a, a block where it's Kazuchika Okada, Kota Ibushi, Jay White. It's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. No. Uh, let's move on to the main event of the A block night. Um, uh, I was just speaking of them. Kota Ibushi and Kazuchika Okada. First off, Okada, come on, dude. You've been wearing that same gear for, like, how long now? Get some it's new great. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah, but it's like when you get like some new clothes from like Macy's. Okay, and we're at the first Mustafa Ali's. He, like, he's got this good-ass gear. I might as well keep using it. I, I do think the tights are a little bit too high on him. I do. Oh, I, I think they bit, go higher. Just go trunks. Just let those legs like, get get the, get the sun on them. Uh, uh, I, when I think of Okada, I think of those uh, golden tassels. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think of uh, what was it? What did he have? He had like balloons for a minute when he was a uh, crazy Okada. Oh yeah, yeah. That's when he had his uh, yeah, his meltdown, his existential crisis. Uh, so these two, um, I'm gonna say this. I feel like this match was a big letdown. Uh, there was a long stare down to begin the match. Uh, was this a rematch of last year, or did they not wrestle last year? They were. They wrestled at the G1 last year. In fact, uh, in fact, that was the G1 final. It was the final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a rematch of that. It was a very slow, uh, way to start the match. Um, like, I, but I felt like the beginning of the slow start, I was just like, I was super excited. I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. You know, it's a, it, it, I mean, it was the, it, it was the Tokyo, it's a Tokyo dome rematch. Yeah. And I, I said it was slow start, but it was like a thunder creeping into the bay. Uh, the, it was a lot of headlocks in the ring. The two battle outside the ring. Okada intensely whips Kota into the barricade. The cameraman, though, uh, there was a quick moment where the cameraman panned over too quickly and caught Yota, the young lion. There was a moment in the Ishii, Ishii and um, Suzuki match where there was a cameraman that they just had it on program where he was clearly almost about to fall and they kept oh, it shit. on him. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, this. well, this cameraman just got Yota just holding the barricade while um while Kota was being whipped into it, which in a like I get they have to do because the barricade's gonna fucking fly and hurt somebody. But yeah. does the cameraman it's, have it's to like get the him? cow palace. Yeah. Does the cameraman have to get him on on video with that? You know that it's just kinda like, oh. Mm. Uh so back into the ring, we have a basement dropkick to Abushi. I feel I feel okay. Uh, like Okada is uh, working as the heel in this match because he's just applying all these slow headlocks and holds. Uh, Kota starts to power up, uh, hitting uh, his really cool, his like cool kick combo is what I called it. Uh, DDT Dakota followed by a kick out. Okada charges uh, Kota to the corner. Kota evades, hit the Pele kick. Air raid crash to a neck breaker maneuver to Kota Abushi. Okada then teases the tombstone to the outside. Kota escapes the hold, jumps onto the apron, hits an acai moonsault to Okada on the outside, which is a very nice looking moonsault. Uh, the two are now on the turnbuckle. Okada it looked really great. Yeah, it looked really good. Okada has a uh, Kota in a power slam position. Um, Kota escapes, jumps down to the apron, chaps Okada, and then goes for the tightrope Hurricane Rana, where Kota Ibushi literally almost slipped on that rope. He almost had a Matt Seidel moment there. Dude, fucking Kota Ibushi, the amount of close calls this man has and you could, in, in life in general. And you could tell you when know, he fell, he was just cracking up. He's the Ralph Wiggum of wrestling. I've always said this for years. No, <laughs> I, you know, yeah. He's I, just virtually indestructible, in a, and he's also just true. the most yeah. naive kid in the world, except for the post-match speech, which we will get. 
to there. Oh, but, yeah, so I actually keep going. Oh, oh, did you have it too? Good. Yeah. Uh, Coda then goes for the boom IA, but Okada catches him, hits him with a spinning pile driver, which is very nice looking. Uh, back, uh, Okada kept working a hammer lock in this match too, which was that's his submission. Uh, dragging Coda all around the ring. Coda then powers uh, out of the hammer lock. Powerbomb to a Bumaye to a Kamagoye pin win for Kota. I felt like the win just like they were like, okay, we need to go. It was out of nowhere. This and match, I was like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? It was an abrupt finish. And I think. So I gave it a six it, out of it, ten. It did not reach the level of their previous matches. Oh, God, no. But I oh, sort of feel. But and then I feel. But I sort of feel like they did that on purpose. Yeah. Because they, they know knowingly that you. This is going to be a long tournament. Yeah. And uh, and disp- and because of that, I think they probably should have held off against. They they probably shouldn't have opened. I mean, you got to sell a gate, you got to sell tickets, yeah, right? So you do have to have Abushi Okada as your opener, especially if you're going to have Tanahashi Naito as your not opener, but your main event of the first day. So I don't know. Like I wasn't. It, it was a bit of a letdown, but I wasn't like. I, I wasn't that ang- like I wasn't angry about the finish. Oh, no, I wasn't, wasn't up angry. in arms about it. I actually thought it was actually a really gr- good match. Like well, it was good. As far as, like Definitely. it was like I thought it was like a really great, well wrestled match. But I do agree oh, that it was yeah. a bit of a. Yeah, I do agree that it was a bit of an abrupt finish that just did not reach the gear that you know we didn't get dead eye. We didn't get dead eye Abushi. You yeah. know the yeah, part it, where yeah. he just fucking does the, does a close closed fist and i thought he was gonna straight up kill okada like yeah this was they still could they honestly still could like this could honestly be the finals again to be honest i yeah i'm hoping for a kota uh, shingo final i mean you're gonna get that match yeah we'll get it eventually that so it doesn't really matter who's in the finals i mean oh god we are gonna get that match so so glad i'm not taking notes on that yes uh so this match uh was of course good uh there was no there's no getting around that I uh, feel like, like I said, it was a little too short. Uh, I know that's weird for me to say. Uh, the finish, like we said, came out of nowhere, and it was kind of a letdown. Uh, the 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 finish, I mean. Uh, I don't want to say I was let down. The just the finish. I wasn't let down by the whole match. The the. Finish. I mean, it's a Kamagoye. It's a very protected finish from Abushi. No, what do you think? He I, no, was going to kick I, out of that? No, no, no. But I just. I would have preferred the match go another five minutes, and then we get the Kamigawa. We had a little bit more build up to the finish. That's all. Fair enough. enough. Uh, Kokata had control of about eighty-five percent of this match, and then Kota just kind of hit a couple moves and won. Oh man, Kokata! Imagine like what if he goes? I mean, he was in the same Shinsuke Nakamura was a member of Chaos, but imagine if Okada discovers cocaine like Nakamura did. Anyway, um, oh, did was he a big cokehead? Uh, it's, it's just he 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 acted like one. That oh, okay. was the thing. That's what everybody thought he was into. But uh, oh, post match speed. Oh, you got yeah, it. Oh yeah. I mean, do you do you want to? I could. Chris Charlton. He this man. Like he said, does God uh, work? So I have the uh, tweet here that pretty much translated a part of his post match promo speech, and it said, "Abushi, when I said." He's he's quoting Ibushi. When I said I will become God, maybe you can speculate that I want to be on the level of my gods, Nakamura and Tanahashi. That's fine. But what I mean is I actually plan to be God. Capital G. Bushi is a scary motherfucker. Again, you get those dead eyes. You get the fa- you get the fact that Ibushi's ambition is to become God. That is anime as fuck right there, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, I got Naito's speech now. Um, yeah, no, I was definitely, uh, just looking at that. I was like, Oh Jesus Christ. Abushi. I, I, 
like I said, like I said the same thing about the. Jan- Is he like doing the, cocaine? No, 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 shut up about that. Um, like I said before, like as much as I think Abushi is a once in a generation talent and should be the face of a com- should be the face of the company down the line. Yeah, he can be an amazing heel. He could definitely pull it off. I'd rather him to. be a face, but he could be the most terrible. He could be the most. He could be even more terrifying than evil. Even though I don't think evil is that terrifying anymore. But uh, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, a it's quick, a great night of shows. Great night of matches. Um, just a quick rundown of, of the final uh, block. point point system in the A block or the points. Uh, Kota Ibushi, Jay White, Suzuki, Taichi, Will Osprey all have two points. Okada, Shingo, Ishii, Jeff Cobb, and Yujiro Takahashi all was you zero. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like it's, it's, they lost. The time. people who won got points. The people who lost don't got points. That's true. It's that it's works. definitely not, and it's definitely gonna not get more complicated as we go on, <laughs> at all. Never. So my turn. B blocked night one, September twentieth, two thousand and twenty. Uh, it was nineteen when they started airing here. A ten p.m. starting time, by the way. That's that is amazing. Nice. I, I, I liked it. Why do what they, they got to do that more? I think it's because Sunday and they got to do. Yeah. Usually know. their Sunday shows are a lot earlier because I think they want to get people home in time for our the work, Saturdays. The work week. their Sundays, our Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, beginning the first match, Gabriel Kidd versus Yoda Suji without facial hair. As I said before, they exchange wrist locks. Kid uses a headstand to spring forward for a headlock takeover and let's go. They exchange forearms. Suji does a body slam head dive combo. Kid drives Suji's head. Excuse me. Head to the corner various times, just striking him to bits. He sets up a butterfly suplex in which Suji. Oh man, it's Coke. It's just giving me the burps. In which Suji fights out of it, slaps to Suji's ch- Suji's chests chest. See? God damn, it's hard. Uh, forearms to kid's neck, drop kick to single drop kick, single leg Boston crab. Suji reaches the ropes. Suji spears kid and sets him up for a big power slam to count. Suji gets a Boston crab. Kid tries to reach the ropes, but taps for the submission victory to the fresh faced one, Yota Suji. Lion, the, the young lions match. Uh, the Boston crab is pretty much just your, your just your go to submission, I guess, for being a young lion. Yeah. Everybody wants to see what they can do with the Boston crab. Uh, Carl Fredericks is still the best one at it. Yeah, he's probably the best, probably the, one of the best young line. Well, I don't know. Gabriel Kidd looks he's like one of the. I think Clark like, Connors is probably has. I think he, if anything, I think he should have graduated before uh, Carl Fredericks. Hey, buddy. he is so good. Clark Connors is so fucking good. Yeah. Never. And then it goes to our first match. Never six man champion Yoshi Hashi. Uh, he's one of the champions versus the flamboyant one returning juice Robinson from injury. Looking like third blues brother, looking like a fucking missionary, looking like Stevie Richards, looking like a ton of stuff. He looks like a lot of things. He doesn't look good. In my opinion, didn't look like juice Robinson. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, the boom, boom clap starts. Always great. Juice slaps the shit out of Yoshi's chest yeah. uh, to which he playfully sells the hand. Yoshi mounts a comeback, including a standing Hurricane Rana and a headlock takeover. Juice does the splash sense on 4-2 count. Flare chops from Juice to the corner, atomic drop, and then a Russian leg sweep like Brett. Three amigos like Eddie, but he couldn't connect with the third one. Oh, man. Headhunter from Yoshi chops his shit. Juice, d- Juice does his strikes, but Yoshi chops his throat. Ju- Juice does the butterfly takedown, then a cannonball. Boom, boom claps as Yoshi is sitting on the turnbuckle and then set up a running sunset powerbomb bomb. 
for a two count. I thought this looked really good. Uh, Lariat from Yoshi for a two count. Juice fights off a modified butterfly lock. Yoshi does the loose explosion for another near fall. <laughs> Backspin in Zaguri from Yoshi, but gets Lariat. Uh, Yoshi almost gets a near fall, but eats various right hands and eats the pulp friction, which is Christian's unprettier. For the pin and win, you know, I thought it was. I thought this was a really spirited, hard working match for yeah. both of them. Yeah, this went above my expectations. They again, like they worked really hard, uh, but it really, really, really didn't need to be as long as it was. Yeah, I, I don't think I. Yoshihashi and Juice Robinson should not be twenty plus minutes. No, um, no. I know I mean, they got a they got a show to do. They got they got to maintain certain like X amount of hours. Or X amount of minutes in every one of these shows, yeah. I guess. Well, and there's also, an obligation of that, but. and you know the amount of matches like were cut out. Like I said before, you don't have the undercard matches, so these guys actually all have to do 20 minute matches to give these people paying for tickets something to go for. I mean, if you give them a two hour show, people are kind of like, oh. I mean, they're getting uh, Tanahashi and Night. Like, this wasn't, I feel this like wasn't SmackDown. This wasn't SmackDown. We didn't pay for this. I mean, they're getting Tanahashi and Naito, so like. No. They can't complain that much. Uh, Post match, Juice just puts down. Oh, like I said, he looks like dude. Like, is, does he look like Deuce or does he look like Domino? I was not really familiar with that. Uh, Jimmy Snuka's son, Deuce. I think that was Deuce. Okay, uh, he puts down his straps and he just looks way better. So, like, I I thought like the reason why he had like a tank top on was he had like a, a bit of a onesie on because I thought he maybe like since he was away from injury, like he didn't. He didn't really look as jacked as he hoped he would be, but he yeah. looks good. So yeah. this makes this look even way worse because this was a deliberate choice. Terrible. Sh- that could just confirms his shit tastes. Ah, juice. Come on. Yeah. What would Tony think? Tony. Is she still? With, is he still with Tony Storm? Oh, I have no idea. Maybe that's why he's all cleaned up now. He looks like a reformed version of Damian Priest. <laughs> <laughs> like if Damian Priest joined right to center, no, I think I, that's what he would look like. Uh, yeah, I guess. Here's a pamphlet. Don't curse. I am Damian Priest. He would still be Damian Priest. Too. Sorry. Next match, Corey. Let me tell you, I dread taking notes from this man uh, from this point on forward because we got Toriano versus Sonata. Sonata got a haircut. He trimmed his beard. He looks real great. He doesn't he... have that. He looked very um, bullet clubby. Like how so? Is it because of his because of the color scheme? His well, his new color scheme plus his new. He just uh, looks like Evil's assistant. His new gimmick looks very sleek. You know what I mean? He could it, defect. I and his mask was kind of like, huh? It's a mini skull. Yeah, I know, but, but he looked like the Bullet Club skull. Is that what you're that, thinking? Yeah, that's what I thought. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Marty Asami checks on Toriano's tights, uh, ah! they, and he finds several rolls of tape. Go, go, go! Uh, to- Sorry. Toriano is inst- instructed to take a clean break, but he acts like he can't hear him, so he just uh, keeps on yelling, huh? Huh? Marty Asami finds more tape as Sonata attempts a roll-up. Yano does the same, and man, was it close. I thought this was... Like, I thought this was going to be it. Yeah. Yano tries to remove the turnbuckle early, but Sonata does a gator roll, which dazes Yano as he maniacally swings the turnbuckle pad in confusion. He eventually hits Sonata right in front of the ref, and it just continues because, you know, playoff rules. Yano just goes outside and finds a chair to sit in as they're counting him out. He barely beats the count as he runs uh, towards the ring. Uh, yeah, they do a fight with the pad. Sonata takes him out, attempts the moonsault. Sonata is driven to the corner, teases another pinfall. 
Sonata goes to the outside and then he does a paradise lock on Yano and he was just gonna and I thought like a badass Sonata was just gonna just walk to the Stroll ring into the as ring you see and as, as you see Toriano just not being able to get out of the paradise lock but lo and behold a, he's Yano is freed by a young lion and I just thought like that's odd they're not supposed to do that yeah they're not supposed to do that. So, I wonder so if that's going to play into. I wonder if it's going to play. It hat. I, I feel like it should. Like Toriano hired an know. assistant or something. I don't know. So Sonata tries to lock the uh, tries to do a paradise lock on the lion that frees Yano, but then Yano, out of just out of the out of all the fuckery abound, because that's what Yano just just specializes in. He whips out another roll of tape and tapes Sonata's leg with the young lion's leg. And as Yano runs to the ring and you have Sonata basically just doing a three-legged race with the, oh, with they the were young far. lion. They were super far too. And they were super far and Yano reaches to the ring and beats the count and your winner in a stunning upset, Toru Yano. Yeah. Do not fuck with Toriano, the king of pro wrestling. Um, I don't know if you got. The t- I thought you- I thought this match was very entertaining. Yeah. Um. It's it's what you get at Toriano. You know, if they had to do it to somebody, it's probably Sonata because I just, yeah, he could definitely like there could be an interesting storyline with him possibly defecting to Bullet Club because of the way he dresses. But to me, I feel like this is a guy who is just more or less lost in the shuffle right yeah, now yeah. in the within like the bigger picture of whatever narrative new japan is trying to weave you know yeah he could no. join bullet club i feel like he he might oh sonata you know, yeah yeah well keep going a losing streak and go you know like i was winner when i was with evil so i mean think about him last year where he beat okada in his hometown and um yeah. how much of an over baby face this guy was potentially had had the potential to be and i still think he can he's not the how old is Sonata? I, I keep on saying he's a well, young guy, but then I'll yeah. say this. Um, evil, though. I mean, Jay White's back. So evil. I don't I know if everyone says, oh, this is going to be the year of evil. They're already planning the big evil push, but he's not going anywhere. I don't evil, I don't think I don't think he's going to be a champ like the IWGP champion again. So what do you do with him? In my opinion, might as well get Sonata to join Bullet Club. Have evil and Sonata join back up Bullet Club tag team. You know, it's not as 32 years old. Oh, he's so. younger than me. He's a young, spry young man. You can't What's just keep comparing yourself to these wrestlers ages, Corey. It's just not healthy. You know, how old is? Uh, I'm not going to tell Claire? you because you're just going to say, oh, younger than me, older than me. I'll let you do that yourself. Um, but yeah, uh, this match. What can I say? Toriano. He just he's 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 the person you don't want to fuck with. Yeah. And then we get an intermission because they got to clean that ring. And then coming up, Kenta versus Haruki Goto. Remember, Corey, the G in G1 stands for Goto. That Kenta got a haircut, though. meaning like Kenta has a haircut. Are you jealous? Yes, <laughs> profoundly. You're like, where does so everyone get these haircuts from? I'm at this part where I'm at this point where the hair is going into my ears and I hate it when that happens. I usually tell myself that when that happens, you get a haircut, but <laughs> he also has the U S title briefcase. So that U S title briefcase is the most like giant later. It's like U S title challenger four stars. Yeah, I wonder what, I mean, and it's yeah. a giant, it's like a giant, it's like this thick. You know what I mean? It's America, Corey. It's, I'm like, how many documents do you need to carry in that? 
to get that title? Like, is it a whole like stack? I of mean, papers considering the amount of fucking the amount of like fucking three dimensional chess you got to play with the fact that John Moxley's your champion, but that's he's true. Also the you're AEW right. champion. You're right. You're right. You're right. I would imagine some of that, that would. Too. I would. I would imagine that would warrant a fuck ton of paperwork. Kent is like, God damn it, John. Like, why? Why couldn't anyone else? Why couldn't anyone else be champion? It's like heavy ass. You're right. They got to deal with that soon. They got to deal with that. I mean, hey, recently announced John Moxley Bloodsport. Okay. Oh, really? Yep, he's oh, in Bloodsport. So Grizzly, they're, they're uh, letting him. Grizzly Call Jack is going to be in Bloodsport too. So that's going to be fun. I don't think you know who that is. What are you talking about, Corey? I know who exactly who that is. Go to selling his arms throughout. Uh, he'll work from Kenta. Uh, slow, methodical, Garvin stomps on the outside type of deal. Uh, Kenta is just kicking Goto's chest and then just... So the whole thing, the whole the whole stick of this match, which I really liked, was Kenta just kicking the shit out of Goto's chest, and he knows that Goto will eventually just overcome it. Yeah. And so he uses that to his advantage to goad him onto like, various holds, like the arm bar, because Goto's selling the arm, or... He sells the label lock, which factors into the finish. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, Goto eventually gets used to the kicks, but is goaded with an arm triangle and crossface attempt, but reaches the ropes. Kenta does a sleeper on the apron, but Goto counters with an arm breaker on the, ro- on the ropes. Goto does a Fujiwara arm bar on the arm. He damaged. Kenta reaches the ropes again. Again, these guys are just doing a bunch of holds on each other. Mm-hmm. Kenta does corner drop kicks like Shibata and does a diving foot stop for a two count. And then Kenta get, gets the Busaiku knee and attempts the, the go to sleep on Goto in which he catches the knee. And then Kenta just continues to slap the, slap the shit out of him. But then Goto does the Ushiguroshi into the Goto knee Shiki. But Kenta reaches the ropes. Gota attempts GTR, but Kenta does the game over, a.k.a. the LaBelle lock, a.k.a. Brian Danielson's yes lock, a.k.a. whatever other lock you can call it, and taps out. I I thought this was a pretty good match. Um, it told like a how- solid story with Goto's arm. I just don't think... I like how his moves this, are. I don't think this was at the level of your, again, your G1 Goto match, because we are at that... We are, it's the G1. We are at this point of the yearly cycle of her, of the career of Haruki Goto where he has these fucking legendary-ass matches in the G1. He has a legendary-ass match in the Tokyo Dome. He's like, he has Bye. one of the best matches in the Tokyo Dome. And then after that, he just disappears into oblivion. And then he goes back to the G1. And then it's a maybe, and maybe if he beats the champion in that G1... He gets he gets a shot at the title in between the period of the G one and the dome, but he loses. But he gets a good match at the dome, but he's also into obliviousness. And I just hey, we're at the good part. We're at the good part of this Goto cycle. Uh, you know, considering the fact that he's in the B block, uh, it's a it's a little bit of a bigger ask. You imagine if if Goto was in the A block, God God knows what could what could happen. But hey, listen. They they have spots to fill. They're, yeah. They you can't put everybody in this one block. So that's one thing though about the two we'll titles being on Naito that kind of bugs me is that nobody's gonna get a shot at the Intercontinental title. Like you know, like you would get that. Like if you beat the Intercontinental champ, you get a shot later. You know, at the title. Um, but yeah, whatever. Post match, Kenta throws his sweat into the crowd. God, it's like he lives in Florida or something. You know, I he is he is like the WWE guy because like he does that. So it's like he's from Florida. Like and he does a, Garvin stomps. And then, he's pretty much, and then he's he does, pretty much Randy Orton. And then he does the arc, or not the RKO, sorry, uh, the go to sleep, 
and then he or the GTS. And I then mean, he he's has, the one that innovated that. I move, know, dude. I know. He does that, and then he also does. Now he's doing the label lock, so it's like you're doing. He does. He did that move too. Yeah, I mean, what no. other move do you think Kenta did that he just stole? Because he did. I say one... he stole it. No, but I said no. They were popularized by WWE superstars. If you ask somebody who's into the GTS, do you think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Kenta? A lot of people will. Not everybody, though. I think a lot of people will be like, oh, WWE knowledge. I would call them an asshole. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I think you, you're you. If you didn't know that, you're a very nice person. But you should know that Kenta invented it. Well, actually. Actually, let's move on. All right. Evil with Dick Togo versus Zack Saiba Jr. I will say this about Dick Togo. He is the most over wrestler in all of San Francisco. Every restaurant I go to, Ow. every restaurant I go to, it says Togo. I'm like, what the hell? They're big Dick Togo fans. There's an immediate brawl to the outside as Zach gets his leg fucked up into the barricade. Sorry, uh, Zach playing the undersized underdog for a bit outside of his comfort zone here, or he's a bit off brand. You know, you would never expect him to baby be, face. Yeah, be the baby face, but he's still an asshole. He still retains that character as we get an abdominal. But Evil gets the abdominal stretch with the Togo assist. Zach manages to do the leg neck twist that I just. I look up moves of certain wrestlers. <laughs> Um, I I just have to get their moves right for certain wrestlers. You look up Zack Sabre Jr.'s uh, uh, move list. I'm just about to do that right now. He names them after Brian Eno songs. That's uh, I'm just going to read this out here. The Article 50, the cross arm breaker, his double Uma Plata figure four stomp puller combination, cremation lily, uh, a double wrist a double wrist clutch flip onto a bridging cradle pin, the European clutch. Uh, the back-mounted inverted surfboard, the hyper-normalization. Uh, his, um, his finish, the one of his finished over-the-shoulder single-leg boss of crab capsule slicer combination, orienteering with the napalm death. And I'll just say this one last one, which is a do- double armbar octopus hold. It's called Hurrah! Another year! Surely this will be one will be better than the last. The inex- the inexorable march of progress will lead us all, will lead us all to happiness. That's I would, one move. I would love Chris Charlton to call that. Uh, he's probably he probably has. Yeah. Um, where am I now? Okay. Zach so Sabre yeah, Jr. Zach stretches. So as 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 I as I name all these moves, I write down on my uh, I write down on my notes. Zach stretches evil for a bit. <laughs> evil stomps around Zach for a bit, but Zach lands the octopus. But evil grabs his ear and suplexes the shit. Evil does a superplex in which Zach kicks out. Zach attempts a double arm bar octopus hold. Evil gets out of it. Zach runs into Red Shoes, killing him in the process, leading to um, Dick Togo kicking Zach's shit in as we hear various. Yeah, I I heard that a lot. I heard that a lot tonight. (laughs) I can't do that. So Togo and Evil both do sentons, more of the. And then, yeah, it's basically two on one. And then you hear. And then as this happens, you hear. Milano, who used to be, uh, who used to be the number one evil mark fan. for evil, you can hear him yell out Z S J, Z S J, Z S. He wants Z. He wants Z S J to win this match so badly, you know, because oh, storytelling. Yeah. Uh, evil attempts he was top fan, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, evil attempts darkness falls and everything is evil, but what was one of the moves that he uses? He used. Uh, hyper normalization. The back mounted inverted surf. Is it the back mounted inverted surfboard? No, 
the European clutch. I'm just going to say one of these moves. He gets a surprise pin and the win. The upset win, I think. I didn't think anybody thought ZSJ was going to win this match. No, no, not at all. And yeah, Zack Sabre Jr., your winner against Evil. And post-match, you see Evil just losing, Evil and Dick Togo just losing their shit against the ref. Um, I thought this was a pretty good match. I didn't think it was, I mean... I really couldn't really form in a, that much of a, yeah. an endearing opinion about it because of its length. But I do, I did like the fact that Zack Saber Jr. is the, like did pulled an upset victory over Evil. I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, but for Evil's sake, I I think this is this should probably probably be it as far as far as him eat taking losses. Um, yeah. because you are trying to I I. I feel like you got to set evil up like huge for the B block. So I don't know. Uh, you know, yeah, all of that. I agree with all of it. Uh, I, I was a little surprised. Where is uh Taka Mishinoku lately? Do we know? I don't know. It would have been, it'd been cool to get a little Taka Mishinoku Dick Togo face off in the ring. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess not. <sighs> What'd you think of the match? That was, it was a good match. Like you said, I agreed with everything you said. It came out of nowhere. Uh, oh, the win came out of nowhere um, in a good way. Like uh, Zack Sabre Jr. got the pin and win. I was just like, holy crap. Good for him because, you know, I think Babyface ZS, or ZSJ is the best. ZSJ? He could still be an asshole, too. Yeah. It's just like yeah. you could. He's just I think it's because of his size and his lankiness that he it's very he could very easily garner sympathy from the audience. Super nice he's guy, too. In, in peril. Oh. Yeah. Main event time, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Tetsuya Naito for the first time in three years. Thanks, Chris Charlton, wherever you are. Close up to Tanahashi's abs to a thunderous applause as Naito slowly undresses as he does. The silence, I think the silence just makes it longer. (laughs) You know, it's just like it's it's just it's just deafening. What are you looking at, Corey? I'm getting ready for the post-match speech. All right. Uh, they try to psych each other out in the collar and elbows. Uh, they get out of each other's hold, leading to a stalemate and air guitar to our heart's content. Uh, Tana uh, drops uh, drop kicks Naito's leg out of his leg and works the leg. Tana does a calf crusher on the leg. leg. Naito reaches the ropes, gets out for a breather. Wrestling video game tactic of going in and out of the ring, confusing the AI in which Tanahashi <laughs> is an AI. Leading to the tranquilo spot and goads Tana into missing a senton to damage his back. They brawl on the outside, driving each other onto the barricades. Much worse for Tana. Uh, Naito does a double underarm hook, but Tana mounts a comeback because he's Tanahashi, of course. Tana does a sunset flip for a two count. Tana gets the dragon screw on the bad leg. Tana goes to the top rope for a diving crossbody to the outside, look, looking like a snack every time. Uh, Naito makes it to 19 on the ring, but Tana does the dragon screw twice on the ropes. Spine buster from Naito for a bit of breathing room. Naito does a top rope Frankensteiner, but Tana reverses it for a near fall, but settles for more dragon screws because fuck your leg, Naito. Uh, Tana does a cloverleaf and gets it way high up there as the crowd just yeah. slaps. Just, they just clap the shit out for Naito wanting to him for him to get out of it because, you know, they they want to yell. They want to yell, They but they but you know they can't. They got to follow the rules. You know the you know? saddest moment of, the, I think, the no cheering and no yelling is Minoru Suzuki's entrance. Oh, of course, one hundred percent. I'm just like it loses God. so much. It loses so much out of it. Kaze Nina Ray, I'm sorry. I'm doing it for you, Minoru, at home. 
I'm sure he appreciates that, Corey. He's like, huh. He even- he eventually gets out of the cloverleaf to more collapse. Naito attempts a running forearm, but gets treated with a straitjacket German for, oh man, that straitjacket German. Naito, like, yeah, his neck, he's going to feel it someday, man. Yeah. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday. Uh, yeah, it gets a really close near fall. Naito then does a, does a rolling wheel kick and a tornado DDT as he does in his comeback tana counters a suplex with a sling blade and sets up the lawn dart but not naito counters with a destino but not really that destino it's more of a desperation destino i like destino Um, not destino destino no no well that we'll get there they exchange strikes and elbows just eagerly anticipating each other's attempts as they get faster and faster tana gets a slap naito does elbows with wrist control and does it for quite some time twist and shout from tana an enziguri from naito but a sling blade from tana followed by another High fly flow, but misses the Ooh, second one. Yeah, he landed hard on that mat, too. Yeah. Yeah, he gets the high fly flow to a standing Naito, but he misses the second one. And then the, as we hear more stomps and clap, uh, stomps and claps for to rev, just revive Naito from the dead. And we immediately get a de- Destino to a two count. No. Uh, Naito follows it up with a Valencia and then another Destino for the pit and win. Uh, I'd argue this was the match of the weekend. I thought this was a what? No, I, no, 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 no. You just said I think this you was, said earlier that it was Ishii and Suzuki was match of the it's, weekend. They're neck and neck. Um, I, I question just your think that Naito, Naito and um, Naito, like Naito and Tanahashi, like these were these were just two guys who just. Who just knows what the fuck they were doing? Oh, yeah. no, knows what the Absolutely. fuck they're doing in terms of a New Japan main event. Yeah. Um, everything just seemed sort of just seemed natural for who they are and what their styles. They know would each other. Be. Very well. I think Naito's emphasis on storytelling just does him a bill of good for a bill of good health. Also, uh, Tanahashi's a fucking megastar. Tanahashi had just, a lot of energy too in this match. He, he got in. He got into fucking shape for the G One. Um, he he really put in the he work. He looked in the best shape he's looked in a couple of years in quite some time. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought this was a phenomenal main event. Uh, and uh, that finish. And uh, yeah, it's great a match. great night of wrestling. What can I say? It, for me to say, like, it's I I just can't really form an opinion in the bigger picture of things because it is it is very early in, yeah. on in the tournament. Yeah. And with these, in my opinion, in these G ones, I think it's, it's, it's more about it. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So Absolutely. right now I just think if this is, but then as far as like first days as, as are concerned, I think we're on a pretty good track for this to be a really, really good tournament. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I think, yeah. No, I completely agree. It was a, it was a good match. Uh, we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, with you Kenta know, is trending. Kenta, why is Kenta trending? Oh, probably because, because of the G one. Uh, but after the match, do you want me to do the post match speech since you did it earlier, or do you uh, do you want to do it? I mean, I have it on me right now. Well, go you... for it then. Ah, no, you were spending so much time looking at it. Go. Yeah, Naito says this is just one tenth of my uh, campaign, and it didn't uh, get past that. Sorry, Tanahashi brought himself up and pushed me. Fought hard for these fans. But like this, but like this right now? Question mark. The young lions are tougher. Oh, oh, that's that's mean. Uh, no time to reflect on Tanahashi. I have ZSJ next. I hate that guy more than anyone. Any questions? Yes. Sorry, no time. See you in Sapporo. Uh, does he do the roll call too? Na, 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 na. 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it was funny, though, after the match, he did go up to the commentary table, and he goes up to Jushin, and he kind of, like, he holds up the fist, and Jushin's like, yeah, we're doing the fist, and then he flips off Jushin Thunder Liger, and Jushin Thunder Liger flips him off. It was it was funny, you know. It's a, it's it's a good a, moment between two. Manto also says, Tanashi probably said a lot, right? He had a lot of pence up. This match was the biggest on the schedule. Unfortunately, in my view, this was just one more match. Tanashi, yeah, we have history, but not a present. I'm only thinking of going perfect and winning. Who knows? He might he might actually go perfect. Naito, when he was walking down the ring, too, he's like holding both titles like in a suit. Like He's like, I'm the man that has everything. What are you going to give the man that has everything in this world, man? I, the G1 win? Sure, why not? I don't. All right, let's go win this. Yo, Tanaito also goes on to say this G1 got started with two nights in Osaka. Last night was A block. Today, B block. Everyone, now you've had the taste of G1 fever. Well, let's hope it's just G1 fever. And how does it feel? Next week, we're in Kobe and we'll be back in Kobe, but they're A block. Uh, sorry, tasty. Kensai guys, you won't get me on the A block days, but I'll be back here in November with both the titles. Now, even though you can't join the roll call, shout along in your hearts. There's. There's only one way to close this G1 weekend, and he does the roll call, which I'm not going to do because I'm not Naito. No, you're not. You just were made fun of by Gato for being a Naito fan. But Oh, yeah. He didn't make fun. No, I know. I'm kidding. I just like to bring that up. Um, yeah, no, good opening night uh, of the G1. Uh, you know, We'll see what happens continuing in the week. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, just so everyone knows our G1 coverage isn't going to be quite as last year. We're not going to do every three nights like we did because that's insane. Did we really fucking do that? Yeah, we did. And it was super exhausting. Um, so we'll keep you guys. Wasn't for me. (laughs) We'll keep you guys updated, uh, with points and good matches to watch on the B show every Wednesday night, Thursday morning. So check a lot of time on this logo, Corey. I mean, don't worry. We have we're gonna have a halfway point, and oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna have a halfway <coughs> point show, and uh, and uh, yeah, me. no, no, you're all good. And we'll have a finale show, and you know there might be something come special with the with the final. We don't know yet. We have to work some technical stuff out, and we'll see what happens. You know, just wait and see. You know what you gotta do, Michael? Subscribe. See, well, subscribe too, and follow us at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I think that about does it here for us today, right? Dude, it's almost two. It's almost two, and I need to edit the Sunday Night Heat video. And I just realized the TV was on right behind me. God knows. We'll probably get flagged. You're going to get flagged for copyright in that soccer game. It's FS1. They were showing showing replays of SmackDown. What if if, we literally get a million views on this video just for that? If it's just for that and we go fly by with it, then hey, I think it's uh, soccer, right? This is rugby. Oh, he's rugby. So, oh, it's uh, is um, Jay White. All right, Jay White. All right. All right. We're going to take off. Uh, have a wonderful day, and we'll see you later. They didn't have a theme song. Yes, they, they don't did. Have, they didn't, no, they didn't have a theme song for the G1. Yes, they did. Like a, an actual like song it was sung called, by, by uh, a dude? It wasn't by a dude. It was by a band. It was some, by some band. I looked up the band earlier. It was right at the beginning of the intro. God, what were they called? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pull them up. Okay, well, as you look that up, we should probably end this show. It's not brain stew. Oh, I mean, it's not nine, brain, uh, nine millimeter uh, parabellum bullet black blazing souls. That's what this. That's what they put on the screen, and that's what I searched up, and it came up with this like band. And I, it was the same band that was playing in the intro. So yeah. Okay. All right. 
It was it's a not, cool, it was a cool uh, like it's punk not, rock band. It's not last year's song that was pretty much a rip off of um that Green Day song. What's it called? Do you have the time to listen? No, 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I know, but it's called basket case. It's called basket case. Basket case. Yes. Yeah. Don't 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 get us flagged. Will they? Will we really get flagged if I just sing? I think so. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, I think so. I don't want to take any chances. Billy Joe, come on. Hey, my mom cut his kid's hair one time. Come on, Billy Joe. Apparently, she failed because have you seen those recent videos on um, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong just doing covers and his kids are in the band? Dude, they have they have hair just as long as mine. Well, it, they, you know, this was years ago. It's years ago. So, anyways, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and 5 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you later. Bye. Do you have a time? No, we're out of here. <laughs>